This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this, and bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. <laughs> Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. You a This is Live at Five, Live at Five, Live at Five. Sorry about that. Yeah, are we here? Get rid of that sounder. Here, here we go. All right, uh, I think I'm here. I think I'm on the air. Yeah, I am. I'll explain the issue that we had earlier during the Hotline Show, and I think uh, we came in uh, after the Hotline Show and figured it out. I don't know what gremlins are getting into the system here, but it obviously happened overnight. Um, today, uh, Mayor Jeff Smith was in, and um, everything went to crap. I'm not talking about Jeff Smith. I'm talking about the studio here at AM 1240. But you, you'll, be, you'll be the judge. Uh, how I, uh, So what we did was, welcome, uh, welcome to the show, two days before uh, New Christmas Eve, uh, and also a day before one of the worst storms that we're going to see or have seen in a very, very long time. But you're, you know, we'll, we'll have uh, Channel 7 explain all that later. So today I got all types of texts and phone calls. I was in and out of the studio trying to assist the problem uh, with Jeff. But what we figured it out, if you've noticed, if, you know, so many people listen to both shows, obviously. So when you, when you heard the show, it sounded like, first of all, the phone call sounded like garbage. And, uh, you know, and, and Jeff sounded okay. But when the phone calls came in, it, everything got, got garbled. So people were texting me, oh, the show sounds terrible. What's going on there? Get in there. Do something. Get off your ass. So I did, and um, I looked at the board, and then Johnny and I came in later. At one point, we actually went over the air to, 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 you know, <laughs> with the phone call just to see what was going on. And all along, it was, and then let's see if it happens again. It's, it, well, no, it's not there. It was the microphone. So all I did was switch over to the other microphone, and hopefully I sound, sound fine for you now. Sorry. Uh, but that was very annoying. And I know, we, we, you know, you don't want to, I don't care what kind of show it is, but... Uh, Jeff hasn't been on, Jeff Smith, that is, hasn't been on the air in over almost two weeks. And, um, you know, anticipation of the mayor or any show, doesn't matter, it's me or Jeff Graham. So when that happens, uh, it's it's just no explanation for it. None whatsoever. It just happened. Uh, and, and so anyway, we eliminated it, at least for now. I, the place looks like a mess. One microphone thing is hanging here. So uh, Ken Martin, our uh, operations manager, will have to take a look at this. But I, I want to figure it out before he gets here because... You know, we can figure this stuff out ourselves. Uh, good good show. Nonetheless, got a lot of phone calls today. And, uh, and and now that we have figured out this issue for tomorrow's show, of course, uh, Jeff Smith will be in tomorrow. Thanks, Joe. That said, um, hopefully, we, you know, Jeff owns a truck. <laughs> He's probably going to need it to get it here tomorrow because the storm, apparently, again, I, I don't know when it starts or when it ends, but I, I heard uh, that uh, this is going to affect the, most of the country is already affecting the West Coast and the Midwest. 
It's minus nine degrees in Minnesota today. Dip, 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 day. And uh, so anyway, and it's going to be gusts upwards of 60 miles an hour, upwards of four feet once again. So uh, remember the old days of the traditional uh, winters, old-fashioned winter, or as, of course, Jeff Graham would say, the white stuff. Can I say that? Yeah. Seven, five, seven. All right, never mind. So uh, that was today, and, and now we're here, uh, and it's just, uh, this is, what's today? Today is the 22nd. This is the second shortest day of the year, although I'm sure it competes with, the, uh, with my birthday just a couple of days ago uh, as the shortest day of the year. Yesterday was the shortest day of the year. And it makes for tough driving. I mean, today we don't talk to uh, Attorney Joe Stanley, but I tell you, and we've talked about it before, driving around this time of night, uh, it's, it's especially when it's windy and so forth, and, and the glistening effect of the ground when it's wet, uh, it compounds things. So uh, just, you know, you know better than I do. We all do. Uh, up here, we're, we're tough people. We know how to get through the, you know, thick and thin up here, particularly weather like this. And I'm proud of it because you guys are the best. You really are. There's no question about it. Uh, so let's do this. Let's uh, have a, I typically have a lighthearted uh, Friday show. We, we will not be on the air tomorrow. <clears throat> We're closing shop uh, pretty much right after the hotline show tomorrow. And uh, so anyway, so give me a shout right now. 315-755-1240. It is open mic Thursday as opposed to Friday or any other day. So if you want to chime in right now, by all means. Um, <clears throat> I, 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 had to ch- I had to turn on the uh, TV you know, my phone today to see if the view was going to talk about uh, the Tucker Carlson show last night. <clears throat> uh, boy, I tell you what, I mean, I watch it every night, but Tucker was like on, on in another dimension last night, and he talked to the uh, governor of Texas, Governor Abbott, and basically just confronted him about, hey, you know what, you're going to put in 10,000 uh, soldiers, your own, um, uh, on the border. You know, that was your promise during the election, during October, November. Well, you know, And then he just went on and on, Abbott did, Saying, oh, well, you can't do this, and a lot of them are abroad, and well, we do more than the other states. It was embarrassing. And then at one point, Abbott said, oh, well, you can go to a website, and then he forgot the website. And that scowl look on Tucker Carlson's face the whole time he was interrupting him. He was definitely in another dimension yesterday. And then prior to that, he basically, not basically, literally said, it's on News Junkie as we speak, said that President Zelensky looked like he owned a, a strip joint, the way he showed up in Congress yesterday with his green shirt and his muscles, and he's working out and all this stuff. Boy, he really got down on him. And, and, if, and part of his segment was uh, talking about Zelensky co- closing down uh, churches in, uh, for, for, uh, you know, uh, where prayer is forbidden under Zelensky. So this, this, you know, everyone obviously is rooting for Ukraine to win. We're, we're at a war at, by proxy uh, versus Russia because of this, uh, this whole mess. Uh, but the, and, and again, say, it, 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 I don't always agree with what Tucker says, but I know he's exceptionally knowledgeable. And the fact is you can't... <clears throat> You can't walk away from the fact that he has shut down religion and Christianity uh, as, as if, you know, the Russia and the Soviet Union didn't do enough of that back in the day. We don't need that now. <clears throat> but, uh, of course, the left won't talk about that. And, and for that matter, neither will Mitch McConnell. All right, let's see if this works. The phone is, uh, hi, you're on the air. Uh, Glenn, I didn't have any trouble hearing the mayor. Yeah. Well, I couldn't hear the call, uh, the phone. Call. I didn't hear a word Danny said. Yeah, no, Danny's call was tough, and at one point, I actually crazy Ray cut him came off. in loud and clear. Yeah, isn't that he, funny? Well, here's the thing: since we got Good the to new- have Ray back on the line, he's gone through a lot of crap. Oh, why? What, what's last go- year or so? Yeah, health wise. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, I know. So right now, I, I didn't have any trouble with hearing the mayor, but the callers, she couldn't. Here, here's the it's issue. Like they're in a cave or something. He, you know? Here's the issue. Uh, everything kind of muted itself out and got worse once he opened up his microphone, which is microphone one. 
And then, like I said, Johnny and I figured it out. So we just switched over to microphone two. I wish I had known this earlier. But, uh, you know, instead of this lingering, like in the old days with Dave Mann, some of the stuff would just go on for weeks before we fixed it. Well, I think Frank called. I'm not sure if it was him or not, but had some good points, but it was hard to make up. Tough. Was it was saying, tough. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I just called to say have a good Christmas and everybody listening. Yeah. I don't have anything to bitch about tonight. Ah, just you know, three days before Christmas, you know, yeah. we'll let bygones be bygones. if you don't bygones. have to get out, don't get out Saturday or Sunday because it's going to be very dangerous to even try to get out, I would imagine. Right, tomorrow is no picnic either, apparently. Well, these winds scare me more than the snow. I agree. Very dangerous. Flying debris. That kind of winds in this city. Mm, I agree. Okay, Glenn, have a good holiday. Yes, you too. Good. To, uh, thanks uh, for the call. You thanks betcha. for the call. So I sounded fine. He sounded fine. There's a little buzz and going on here, but anyway, uh, we move on. Uh, New York lawmakers approved bill to increase their own pay. Wasn't that nice? You know, it's amazing how Congress and uh, the legislative branch of Albany, they always make these decisions when people are, like, shoving themselves in some, like, uh, parking lot, par- you know, doing last market, uh, last minute, rather, uh, uh, Christmas shopping. A lot of stuff happens this time of year. It's like, oh, yeah, let's just give ourselves a pay raise. You know, because if you bring that up, you know, like, say, you know, obviously prior to the election, people are, oh, boy, look at you, are just out for the money. And then they get elected and they wait for a bit. It's the same thing when you get delivery uh, and when you have a seasonal home. Uh, you know, it, it, it's amazing because, you know, our, our propane provider, and again, maybe this is just standard uh, operation, They'll just wait to the very last day of the year to, to top your tank so they can bill you, whether you want it or need it or not. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah, I, I, I heard your uh, conversation about your scam uh, there last night on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, chances are, if you go on, if you find an item that you like on there, you can go on eBay and probably find it usually for the same price or cheaper, and you got their production behind you, and you got to worry about somebody taking your information. Yeah, isn't that awful? Uh, and I, I would advise, yeah, the same thing. Hopefully people get listening. Uh, Glenn Curry once again made the mistake of buying something on Facebook, and I, you know, uh, fortunately it didn't pay the price, but I can't use my credit card because it, uh, it read it as being, you know, false or uh, crooked. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so you're absolutely right. If you're looking at something, look it, look it up on eBay or Amazon or somewhere, but do not repeat, yeah. don't buy through Facebook. Uh, and I, yeah, so yeah, you're absolutely right. I wish I, I had learned for the first time. I did it last year. I gotten rooked and I got rooked again yeah. this year. Yeah. Right, dumbass. Are, they probably took the image off from one of those sites and stole the picture. And then that's ex- exactly what listing. you know, there's another thing that I see on Facebook. It's like a surfboard, like a boogie board with a motor in it. And it says it's $39. <laughs> I mean, right off the bat, I mean, if, if you told me, hey, you could buy this for $499, I would say, well, that's somewhat legit. It's probably half price. But the, no, it's, it's 39 bucks, and it, and it travels like yeah. 20 knots. I said, no, that's not the case. And all the stuff and, uh, that you got to worry about. Go ahead. Then also, too, if you find that same item online somewhere else, then you can go read the review on it, see if it's a piece of junk or right. if it's actually something that's worth how does, or not a miniature version of something that looks like it's legitimate, and right. it's really not, and it's just a toy version of it. Right, right. Or, or the yeah, Christmas ornament I thought I was getting last year for like 20 bucks, but you could have bought it through a Hallmark. Uh-oh, what's going on there? Mo- uh, mobs can be ugly. I'm the hospital here. I'm on a side street. Oh, so. I see. Well, thanks for the and advice. I, I wish I listened yep. to you before all this, but uh, if I don't talk to you, have a good Christmas. Yeah, you too. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Oh, Thanks thank you, my friend. Thank one. you very much. Thank you. That's excellent to hear. Hi, you're on the air. 
Yeah, Glenn, just to say uh, Merry Christmas and uh, Happy New Year to everybody. Thank you, my friend. Thank you very much. You too, and your family. Oh, I forgot too. Happy birthday. Oh, thanks. Thank you very much. Thanks for that. I appreciate that. All right, so sounds everything's sounding good. You don't know how worried I was earlier. Everything was going just fine until Jeff Smith comes in here and everything wants to, you know. So it sounds like everything's going fine now. If you want to call in 755-1240, 755-1240. The, the kids are off tomorrow, right? They got a list here of school closings. Um, are, are kids going to school tomorrow? Uh, here's a young guy. His name is Sean O'Brien to announce candidacy for the St. Lawrence County Sheriff. Good looking guy. Looks like he's well decorated already, according, based on this photograph here on, uh, on News Junkie. Hi, you're in the air. I'll see if it's working now. Yeah, it is. Much better. Sorry we missed it today, Danny. Some yeah, people uh, caught your gist. Jeff Smith, when he came back on the air, uh, I, I was talking to Empty Space, and I didn't even realize it. And he said that the, uh, who's your tech guy? What do you refer to him? Uh, uh, operations manager, Ken Martin, yes. Yeah, the button guy or something. Well, no, he was referring to me today as the AV guy. Uh, said he walked in and pushed the button and shut me off. Yeah. <laughs> I said he probably didn't want to hear any more what I was saying. No, I thought I was fixing it, but I, I shut Danny down without knowing it. Sorry, uh, Danny. Well, that's not unusual. No. A lot of people like to do that anyway. Everybody needs a private button at home. Hey, by the way, you mentioned, uh, you, you said Congress, uh, I don't know where, what bill you're talking about, that they passed a pay raise for themselves? Yeah. I, oh, no, this is not Congress. This is uh, Albany. Oh, Albany. Okay. I yeah. thought you said the U.S. Con- U.S. Congress, it's illegal to do that during uh, during the time they're in session by the 27th Amendment. You might remember that, 1992. Oh, uh, well, okay. So they can't do that this time of year? Is that what you're they saying? Can't do it. If they take office in January, say uh, next month, right? Right. And then for two years, they cannot raise their own pay. They oh, interesting. Do it during the next session, they have to take another vote hmm. because it's in the Constitution, 27th Amendment. A lot of people probably forgot about that. Most people think there's only 26 amendment. You know, the 26 amendment gave 18 year olds the right to vote. Right. That was in 1971. Wow. And then in 1992, the 27th was passed, which a lot of people probably forgot about. It just says they prohibits them from raising their pay during the session that they've been sworn into office, which means that two years. How many amendments do we have, Danny? 20, uh, 27. So that was the 27th, and we haven't had an amendment in what 30 years? Well, it was 1992. Wow, 30 years. Yeah. Is that the largest gap we've ever had between amendments? Does anyone know that? Uh, well, the twenty-sixth amendment, the twenty-fifth amendment was replaced to president uh, if something happens. That was the twenty-fifth. That was nineteen sixty-seven, hmm. and then in nineteen seventy-one, four years later, we had the twenty uh, twenty-sixth amendment gave eighteen-year-olds the right to vote, mm-hmm. and then from seventy-one to ninety-two, you figure that out. Uh, say that last one, 71 to 92, in terms of time. This, yeah. uh, it's uh, 30 minus 1, it's 29 plus 22. That's 43 years. That's right. So that's the gap you're talking about right there. Interesting. Interesting. Well, that's a I big gap. Excellent. Well, good. I used, well, I used to teach that in the military, you know. Uh, you used to t- Danny, what haven't you done in your lifetime, my friend? <laughs> well, I used to teach what they call the, the BSEP Basic Skills Education Program. Right. And part of that was uh, constitutional law, and I used to cover the Constitution the amendments because I, I just really, I really love the Constitution. I'm not a constitutional lawyer, but I like to follow it in, in great detail. Mm-hmm. I'm a historian in that, in that regard. There's a lot I haven't done. There's a lot I haven't well, done. Well, we, we don't do everything we wanted to, trust me. I'm, I'm yeah, in that. There's going to be some callers going to call in a few minutes. Somebody jumped out of the bushes yesterday. I didn't hear what they said, but we know who it was. His initials are GN. I just leave it at that. Oh. Uh, he always he always just lays out there just waiting to unload on me, and I don't know what the hell this guy's got a thing for me or something. But, uh, 
Anyway, I've done well, a lot. Well, when you talk about him, that usually gets him going. But <laughs> So well, whether or not he was planning on it now, maybe he will. <laughs> no, I, I guarantee he will. Yeah. Uh, and that that's, that's pathetic. But anyway, you know, I, I told you about your birthday yesterday. Yeah. Congratulations on that. Yeah. And uh, I bet you've done a lot in your, I'll say, I say 60 years, or let's say about 40 Forty-something years when you after you became an adult, right, right. So you've done a lot in your forty-something years too. Well, I hope so. I, I want to do more. I always wanted to do more. Now I'd like to. I'd like to. I've always told people I'm going to clock out at a hundred. Really? Good for you. And so, yeah. I, I've got some good genes on the far side of my house. My family uh, in the nineties, a lot of people, what have you. There's a lot more people now. living beyond a hundred years old right now. A lot of them are living very comfortably too. A very, you know, it's, it's amazing. I try to stay healthy and. and Pretty good shape. I don't smoke. I don't drink. Uh, I, I drink wine with a meal sometimes. But I quit smoking over 30 years ago. Oh, that's good. And I exercise regularly because of old Marine Corps habit. Right, right. There's nothing wrong with that. And walking. Exercise. Uh, yeah. Days a week. It's, um, it's amazing. You know, um, obesity is so rampant in, in our in our country. Remained the same for about last 25 years. Good for you, Danny. So, uh, so when you were in the, when you were in the Marines, could you do like 100 push-ups or something and crunches? Well, we had our our exercise was a minimum of three pull-ups. Yeah. And then we had a, a sixty. You had to do sixty sit-ups, and uh, I think it was one or two minutes. I forget the time. I think it was like two minutes. I want to say. And then we had to run three miles under uh, eighteen minutes. Incredible. And then you'd have to sing. I don't know, but it's been said. No, never mind. Well, <laughs> and I used to do pretty well on that. What we call the PFT proficiency. Uh, right. Physical, uh, physical and physical. and where where was your uh, where did you have to go? Like Devil's Island. Where do you have to go as a Marine for your uh, for uh, for boot camp? I went to San Diego. San Diego. Yeah. We, in my day, uh, I, went, I, I joined in 1959. Yeah. We, we had a choice between Paris Island or San Diego. And right, I Paris Island. I went to Hollywood Marine, so I took, I took San Diego. Wow. Yeah. You're like Michael Corleone. Oh, if you feel that way, why don't you just join the Army? I did. I enlisted in the Marines this morning. But uh, I, I, then I spent a lot of time in California, too, and uh, I, never, I never was in South Carolina. I was in North Carolina at uh, 2nd Marine Division for a while, but I spent a lot of time at Camp Pendleton. Yeah, and, and I've asked you this before, but were you at Camp Lejeune? Yeah, I was. You there, were. 1980. I was, there, I was there twice. 1983 to let's see. No, I'm sorry, 73 to 76. Then I went to Okinawa and pulled three years. So you lived there for three years. Do you think that you've been adversely affected? You or your family, for that matter, with from the water conditions there? Because I see those ads all the time. And well, I, of course, I'm later in life now, and uh, I'm still pretty healthy, I think. Uh, but yeah, no, I was there for three years mm -hmm. at Camp Lejeune mm -hmm. at uh, the place of Montford Point, which was right uh, adjacent to Camp Lejeune, where we had our interrogator teams. Mm. But yeah, I was there uh, on, on base, uh, on military housing, on base, so I was on, on the main post. This is a long shot. Do you know a guy by the name? He was older than you, of course. He died in 1995 in his 60s, just to give you an idea. He was probably born in the 1925 or so. But did you know a guy by the name of Charles Fredericks by any chance? Fredericks? Yeah. No. Okay. Well, he was a my, my, you know, my real good friend. No, I don't know where he served. But, yeah. Uh, yeah uh, well, I, I wouldn't. I'm pretty I, yeah. good with names and remembering people I served with. I, there's not many people I can't remember the name. I don't remember Fredericks. Yeah, I mean, you would have served under him, obviously, because he was an off. You know, he, 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 he was in World War II. He was in Korea. And he was also in Vietnam in battle. It's an incredible man. He died of cancer. And, yes, he did. Yeah, and then he worked in Queens for the fire department uh, in the dispatch. Incredible yeah, guy. I, I served with a lot of uh, uh, 
Korean War vets, obviously. Hmm. Very few World War II vets uh, in Vietnam, but a lot of Korean War vets. Really? I would imagine so. Yeah, time I, frame, yeah, that time frame of being 1953 when the Korean War ended, basically. Right. And then I was in Vietnam in 1965, first tour in 1968 on my second one. Hmm. And you've been to the Vietnam uh, Wall in, in, Viet, in uh, D.C.? Yes, I visited down there, saw the names. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty impressive. Very impressive. Very, and then years later, they did the Korean one, which is nice, but it's not as impressive, to be quite honest. But well, they got the UD with flag, flag raising. That's pretty impressive. That's very impressive. And I and honestly, you know, as far as the mall is concerned in, the, in D.C., I don't like what they did for, um, for Roosevelt, FDR, and I don't like what they did for um, Martin Luther King. I think they were a joke, to tell you the oh, truth. The statues of the yeah, you, you kind of walking through a theme park. I said, no, it's, it should be yeah, a Martin statue. Martin Luther King, I thought that, uh, that big slab was yeah. that. Not all that impressive. No. I, mean, I, I understand the purpose behind it to right. give somebody credit for doing it, but I, I think it could have something a little bit more dignified. A lot that. more than that. Yeah. A lot more than that. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I'm glad that I asked you, but uh, yeah, Charles Fredericks, uh, great Marine, simplify I all just, you guys. I just don't know that a lot of them are retired now, of course, like I am. Sure. And, uh, but I put, I'll put 30 years in. Good for you, Danny. 20 active and 10 in the, what they call the Fleet Reserve, so I could get my commission to be permanent when I retired at 30. Cool. Excellent. Well, Danny, I got to go. I got to do a break. But listen, okay, I won't talk to you. Have a good Christmas, and I'll talk yeah, to you sometime next week. I said yesterday, happy, happy, uh, uh, Merry Christmas, and Happy New Year to you and all the listeners, of course. Yeah. Good, bad, and the ugly that don't like me out there. No, stop. But, uh, and, <laughs> well, I like to greet everybody. Yeah. You know, I don't hold any grudges. No, I don't either. Well, it's like the two, it's like the two, uh, two vultures sitting on a limb. Yeah. One of them said, uh, I don't hold any grudges until I get even with the SOB. <laughs> Is that the joke, or am I missing something? No, two vultures looking down. He says, <laughs> "Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I got two vultures, so I missed I that part." I'm holding grudges, grudges, uh, grudges. I'm sorry, until I get even with the SOB. It means after. Yeah, uh, right, 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 right. Over. Anyway, I thought it was kind of cute. Yes, it is very much so. Okay, the joke of the day by Danny Francis. Thanks, Danny. Uh, you too. Uh, that's Danny Francis. This is the Live Five Show. It's five thirty. We'll be back after this. All right, obviously you can hear me screw up earlier because now everything's been shifted over from one bus to the other here, so that's why I left the microphone on. Am I doing this right? Am I on? All right, so I got a couple of texts during the uh, progress of this show, course of today's show. Brandon, otherwise known as Little Q, formerly known as Little Q, said... He just heard that 7 News will more than likely be broadcasting on Christmas due to the weather system coming in. Normally, they don't do that, uh, but so there you have it. So 7 is uh, stepping up to the cause here on the weekends, despite the fact that it's a holiday because of the weather. Also, our friend uh, for the school system says he's listening to us at one of the schools. There you go. And then, um, oh, this is funny because I, I'm reading this from a certain... Uh, news source and it took me a bit to, to figure it out but he was reciting a line from uh, officer and a gentleman I, I don't know why I hopefully I'm getting this right did I say sugar yeah I mean, Lou Gossett Jr. in uh, officer and a gentleman was talking to uh, Sagar remember the woman trying to be uh, not a marine they want they, they wanted to be naval aviators I want to marry a pilot I don't want some Okie from Muskokie I can get that right here. So I said, you know, one of those girls who couldn't get enough of daddy's attention because he really wanted a son. That's right. Walk around, walk around, sugar britches. 
Still one of my favorite 80s movies, no doubt. Officer and a Gentleman, you don't get enough of that. Just good stuff. Lou Gossett Jr. later arrested because he gave his 12-year-old son cocaine. You can figure that out. I don't believe what I'm seeing. All right, enough of that. So what I've been getting into lately on online, and I'll get into this crazy story that I read on News Junkie the other day, and I, I still saved it on my, on my time saver here so I can uh, share it with you. But I, I, you know, I, I don't know why, but I've been getting into you know old movies uh, from the seventies. They're old now, right? Almost fifty years old. And the one movie I haven't seen in a long time, I started watching excerpts from it the other day, was uh, Towering Inferno, and also Earthquake. All these movies were kind of like inspired by um, Poseidon. But I think it was the Poseidon Adventure was the first one to come out. Irwin Allen, you know, all these big powerful movies with like a gazillion people. The posters were awesome. The upside down ship and under the water capsized and in a slew of actors in their squares on the bottom, Gene Hackman and whatnot. So I was reading up on, and this is how it happened. I was watching that movie uh, with uh, Jennifer Jones uh, about the, um, the, 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 the miracle in France. Now I'm forgetting the name of it. Bernadette, the story of Bernadette, 1940, 1943. Bernadette. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, and then I, I started looking into her career and I realized that her last movie, you know, she was what, 25 years old in 1943. And in 1974, she was in uh, Towering Inferno. I was like, oh, that's great. And she had a wonderful career. She had an Oscar, a couple of bid, you know, great movies. I never, I never knew who Jennifer Jones was. And, you know, you know, Vivian Lee, you know, all the others, There's so many other old actresses, um, Betty Davis. Uh, Olivia de Havilland. I didn't know this this Jennifer Jones, but I saw that movie, The Story of Bernadette, and you know, instantly I go to IMDb to see what her career was all about. And sure enough, she was in her last movie was The Towering Inferno, and it was it was a hard uh, <laughs> role too. It was a short, small role, and she falls out of an elevator, and <laughs> in a horrible mess. What a movie! And I started watching more excerpts of that and Charlton Heston in Earthquake. And the reason why I did that last night, at least, because I was watching San Andreas with The Rock from 2015. And I'm like, oh my God, this is 2007 years ago. You got more than you need from CGI effects and you know, just computer generation. And, and you, you, you've got it all at your disposal. And you come out with a movie called San Andreas, which is essentially you know, the end of you know, the West Coast because the San Andreas Fault is slipping into the ocean. You know, all these, it, we've seen how many horror movies or, or disaster movies have you seen? And the one guy's on there, I forget his first name, Giamatti. And boy, is he an over-actor. He is not a good actor. He played uh, pig vomit in uh, Howard Stern's movie, Private Parts. And his father was also the former commissioner of uh, the MLB. He was also responsible for forbidding, uh, uh, for, uh, for keeping uh, Pete Rose out of the Hall of Fame. But I'm watching this movie, and the effects were so awful. I can't believe a movie in 2015 de- you know, depicting the, you know, the, the demise of the West Coast in Los Angeles and San Francisco was so, so pitiful. It was really sad. And, and then I just, you know, I said, boy, here it is. You know, they used miniatures. They didn't have CGI in the early 70s, but they had great acting. They had great writing. In fact, um, Mario Puzel was a co-writer to Earthquake. Go figure that out. He was a guy that was broke down and out in his luck in the Bronx. The mob was after him because he owed him money. And then he wrote a book about, you know, the, the, the Godfather. And he, you know, next thing you know, a couple of years later, he's writing Earthquake and many other movies. It's just remarkable. He also co-wrote uh, the uh, Superman movie for Richard Donner. So anyway, just I, I, it's, it's amazing how far backwards we've gone 
with as far as movie and entertainment is concerned. Hi, you're on the uh, Live at Five show. Can I help you? Hey, you are working tonight. It's in, uh, of course. Not by radio, Glenn. Uh, uh, I missed the hotline, so anything I missed? Or yeah, you missed in quickly. You missed a really good hotline. Unfortunately, no one can hear it because we had an we had an issue with our board today. But you know, I still was able to hear, of course, what Jeff Smith had to say. But when the moment he 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 went he went on the phone, everything went to kaput. So you know, oh, I, we fixed that since. But nonetheless, a good show. But something tells me tomorrow's hotline show with Mayor Jeff Smith is going to be much better, much much oh, better. I have time for that. Yeah, good. yeah, yeah. I was just all busy today. Getting out, wrapping up the stuff for Christmas, you know, so. That's awesome. You know, priorities. Where yeah. are you now? You had some good callers? Uh, yeah. Of course, you called in, Tim the Enchanter. That's always a good call. <laughs> you know, Danny yeah. Francis called, and, uh, and I just talked about a couple movies that I've been taking, you know, paying attention to in recent days, and, you know, the usual stuff. Yeah. So where are you right now? Uh, if you're not near radio, where are you right now? Uh, I'm down to the uh, American Legion having dinner. Really? So, oh yeah, cordon blue. Yeah. Oh, those, that's good, and, and it's it's yeah. great because the American Legion you get everything for like you know three dollars. It's so much cheaper than yeah, everywhere well, else. It's gonna cost me a total of eleven dollars. <laughs> eleven dollars for what? Uh, what do you get for eleven dollars at the American Legion? Oh, I got uh, rice pilaf. Yeah. Uh, onion rings. Wow. And uh, cordon bleu. And the cord- and, and does that include your drink and your salad and all? Salad? No, that's just uh, that's the uh, dinner special. Oh, okay. But it's yeah, re- they got a ten dollar dinner special on Thursday nights. That's incredible! Mm-hmm. Wow. And are there a lot of people yeah, there? Yeah. Are there a lot of people there right now, Tim? Oh, geez, how many people are here, Gene? About fifty. Fifty people. And is that normal? That that's normal for for Thursday night at the American Legion behind the state office building? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good on a Thursday night. That's yeah. awesome. That's you know they have a, a steak special. Right. Um, you know, a chicken special, and you can get spaghetti. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Good that's, food. That's yeah. good. And good friends, good people. So, yeah, Tim. Yeah, I'm very nice. I like to support the American Legion instead of Wendy's or Burger King. You know what I mean? Tim, you're, so. inc- you're an incredible person, Tim. You really are. I'm not just saying that because you're on the phone, you know. I know people talk about you. No, just kidding. You're going to make me cry on the air. No, right? no, no. You're a good guy. You've always been <laughs> a good guy. I love that wonderful life, though. I can't wait for that. Have <clears> a little eggnog. I love that show. Yeah. No. Is it on tonight? It's probably on Saturday night, usually on Christmas Eve. Yeah, probably Saturday. That's normally... Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, I'm, well, I want to make more time for other people. I'll let you go. Have a good. Thanks, night. Tim. Have a good Christmas. I won't talk to you till next week. I'll talk to you. That's well. Uh, you're off tomorrow. Yeah, we're off tomorrow. Oh, but t- but right. uh, uh, Jeff's in no, tomorrow. Have a merry Christmas, then, Glenn. Yes, you too, Tim. You too. Yeah. Bye bye. Uh, good. Tim is a good man. You know, Tim is one of the new guys that I've gotten to know since coming back on the air here in the last almost two years now. So you know, and the you know, and, and it's it's great to know that uh, the the usual. People that that I've been talking to on and off over the years, we've lost a lot. We lost George. We lost uh, Adam Center guy. Um, there was another guy living down. We call him Mansville. I don't remember his name, but we we kind of lost touch with him. So this and it's 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 weird because you know you go on Facebook and you know I uh, I noticed today the class of 1981, my high school, Christ the King High School, and someone was reaching out to the rest of the classmates on Facebook today. Says has anyone heard from Julio Pardo? And because no one, you know, said, well, yeah, the, in the last post that, that he, uh, he made was back in August. And so now, you know, here it is four or five months later. But, you know, not everyone could be held. You know, we don't know where everyone is. It's just not our business to do so. But Facebook does narrow things down as far as who you know, who you don't know. And if you don't hear from someone, 
then you have to look into it and find out why. And uh, I thought at one point I, I lost, I thought we lost a, a good childhood friend from my, from my neighborhood. This was about six years ago. And a couple of people said, eh, he might have died. I said, well, let's look into it. My goodness gracious. But we did. And thank goodness we found out that John was still alive. Hi, let's, uh, hi, you're on the air. Yeah. Hey, Glenn, uh, sorry, uh, somebody wants to talk to you. I'll go, go right ahead. The phone over across the table here. Yeah, across the table. It's probably, uh, hi, hi you there? Yep. This uh, is Gene. Gene, how you I doing? Let... Yeah. Good. How are you? Good, Gene. Good. Uh, I just wanted to tell you Merry Christmas. Haven't seen you since WWTI. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> that Gene. Gene, Gene, the yeah. dancing machine. Oh, my goodness Gene, gracious. Gene, the dancing machine. That's the one. You, you know, it's funny, because, and that laugh, you're going to laugh right now. I remember Gene. And I always, can I say this, Gene? I always complimented you because you always look hot when you came into the office over at Channel 50 in Stateway Plaza. Oh, God. Well, thank you. I just made her blush. That's oh, great. So, and Gene, and Gene, you're married to a guy with an earring, if I'm not mistaken. Is that correct? What's your That's husband? Right. Oh, yeah, he's got two now. Oh, you, you got, what do you mean you got two? He's got two earrings. Now. Oh, I thought you said you had two husbands. <laughs> Oh boy! Wow! Well, I was hoping that I'd run into you sometime. I'd love to see you. Oh, sometime, that well, you know, I'm but... down here. Where are you living these days? Are you still up here, or are you commuting back and forth to Florida like half the other, you know, populace? Oh up God, here? no! We never go to Florida. We just live on Duffy Street off Arsenal. Oh, okay. You're right nearby. Yeah. Excellent. And Pardon have you, me. Have you lived there all your uh, all, like for, you know since you worked at 50, Channel Fifty? Fifty-six years. We've Fifty-six been there. years. So wait a minute. Can I ask you a question? Sure. If, if that's the case, did you know that Duffy Street, if I'm not mistaken, was the street where the Egans lived? Yeah, right. They lived right at the beginning of the street. <laughs> but that, but you you moved in there a couple of years after they were killed. Uh, no, I think we were living down there when they when they died because uh, I remember it well, and I remember the house and everything. I think that that we remembered or we were lit there when when uh, when they were killed. Did in fact, you, I've got an article that was written. I've still got it on my phone about that house and the Egan. Yeah. What what all went on? Yeah. Right. So let me ask you this: Did you know them? I knew of them. I didn't. Okay. I wasn't friends with them, but uh, right, right. Joe Leone, I you know we knew him from the time we grew up. You know. Isn't but, that something? Yeah, yeah. He passed away like almost I don't know, fifteen, sixteen years ago down in the Carolinas. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right. Implicated there, oh but my. who knows? Are you married? Yeah, oh yeah, I've been married. Uh, oh, holy mackerel, I'm married. Mrs. <laughs> Bailey, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, someone asked me to do impersonations of It's a Wonderful Life, so I threw a couple out there. Yes, I'm married. Uh, my lovely wife, Sharon, second time around. But when I met, when I met you or knew you, Gene, uh, I was just getting married the first time around. Unfortunately, that didn't work out like, you know, whatever. Uh, but I stuck oh, around yeah. and, yeah, yeah, you know how that is, but whatever. Yeah, kids? Uh, no, no children. I have uh, uh, two adopted grandchildren and uh, and uh, a stepson and a, and a stepdaughter. Because um, my wife is a little bit older than me, and uh, you know, so she had her own family and her second time around. You know how that is. And uh, oh, you know, yeah. yeah, we live right here in Watertown near the park, so we love we love yep. living. There. Yeah. 
So well, you, I was always seeing you on the advertisements. Well, yes, yeah, I, I tell you. I wanted to see you. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's funny how you should say that because I def, you know, because of the commercials that I do for Widget Auto Sales, this, I just walk into a place and, and I get that little extra look. Whether, whether or not it's good or bad, I really don't know. <laughs> but uh, people definitely see <laughs> that. People, de- people definitely see those. T- there's that laugh again. I can't, re- I can't believe 34 years ago when I knew Gene, who was the receptionist at Channel 50, right there in Stateway right. Plaza. Uh, you you sound exactly the way you did back then, Gene. Oh boy! Isn't that something? You haven't lost your vocal well, cords by any means, or your laugh. The, the years have gone by, though. I'll tell you. Well, we're here yeah. to talk about it because look at all the people that, unfortunately, who have passed since Dave Altieri Sr. Oh. I mean, that's that was a tragedy when he died in two thousand five, um, oh, and, and then his boy. daughter died a couple of years later. It was just just a tragedy because she used to be at the station, we you know Trish and all. So, yeah, I know. And, and there's so many others, so many other people who unfortunately have passed. Dick Whalen died about eight, nine years ago. Um, yeah. And, of course, Channel 50 moved out of there, and now they're in downtown. But whenever I go through Stateway Plaza, I always think of the days at, at the original Channel 50. So, oh, I know. That was a good, it was a good time. There. It was. It was a great time. It was a great time for everyone. It was a bunch of young people working there. We'd go to the Golden Lion every Friday night until 2 o'clock in the morning. It's amazing we survived that. It's incredible. Yeah, it really is. I know. I, but we oh did. We did to, uh, to live to tell the tale. Good days. Yes, they were. They're much better than they are today. I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. Well, Gene, don't be a stranger. Give us a shout here, and maybe I'll run into you one of these days. I would love to, Glenn. Well, that's you awesome. Take care of yourself. You t- Have a wonderful Christmas. You too, Jean. And uh, say hi to your hu- husband. I will. Okay. I will. All right. Take care. Sounds good. Bye-bye. Well, there's uh, Jean. I always call her Jean Reynolds. I mean, and, and, and she, you know, not, not to say that she looked like Jean Reynolds from the match game, but I always call her that. I don't know why. That's just the way I was. Then were the days. Because Channel 50 started uh, like, like the same week. If I, if I remember correctly, Brian Unziger will know more about this because he is the original Channel 50 employee. But they started the same month as when um, SU went for the national championship against Auburn uh, in the Cotton Bowl. Was it the Cotton Bowl? I know it was in New Orleans. I'm pretty sure that's the Cotton Bowl. It's not the Sugar Bowl. Yeah, it was the Cotton Bowl. And, of course, that was the big tie. Remember the tie? And they, all the students sent the coach a tie. So that was the week or month when Channel 50 started. And I got there... In October, from no November of 1988, and it was such an incredible place. Despite the fact that it was essentially going bankrupt at the moment I walked in there, uh, it was just a great, great time. Bunch of young people. It was, the staff was huge. Chuck Plumpton was there. Pete Sloat was there. Uh, Ted Quinn. So many people there, and of course Gene. Let's go to the phones and see who's there. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, Glenn. How are you doing today? Of course, it's the gun knot, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry about that, but it no. is the gun knot. I um, I just called to say that I wanted to congratulate my friend Dan. There you go. Um, one point one point seven trillion dollars they rammed through today, and that's real. That's so cool. You know, just before Christmas, it, they're saying that this adds twenty thousand dollars to the debt of every family that pays taxes. Hmm. Now, granted, that leaves Dog Park out of it, but, you know, the point is, you know, a lot of us do pay taxes. 1.7 neatest thing. Yeah. Doesn't that just warm your heart? And they did it with just days left in the uh, before, the, uh, you know, yeah. the house changes, yeah. changes hands next week. Well, they're, they're traitors. They're traitors, and they, they hate their country. 
and it's okay. I don't mind. But my friend and I are going to be long gone before this crap hits the fan. You know, it's- I just only hope that there's in that 1.7 trillion, there's enough money to buy dog parks, painkillers. <laughs> I, I would hate to see that that was left off the budget. Our, our Congresswoman, uh, Elise Stefanik, says there's a tremendous amount of that bill that goes to protect other borders in other countries. But ironically, gun nut, uh, virtually none of that bill goes to address our issues right here. Uh, what say you about that? Well, I, I kind of you know, know the answer. There's no, no doubt about it. I mean, this thing with the border is on purpose. Yeah, of course. You know, in Biden's in Biden's years, it's, he's going to pull in probably 10 million illegals. Yeah. That's going to change not only the country, it's going to change voting. Right. They'll do the same thing they did up in Minnesota when they put all those uh, Somalians in a tent up there. Remember? Right, right. So now, now we have representatives from Somalia. Sure. In, you know, from Michigan. Right. But they'll do the same thing. They'll do the same thing with these people. They'll put them where they need to be. And they might not always be good Democratic clowns. I agree. They may think they may think on their own. No, right. But the chances of that are, are really not good long term. No, not all not of them are from six, Cuba. Not when so many of them are on welfare, as, you know, right. within months. Right, right, right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they look I, at I, Joe Biden as their savior. So they're definitely going to have they're going to pay allegiance to the Democratic Party for at least a generation yeah, or two. Yeah. Well, even even, you know, for a while there, they were giving them everybody copies of Kamala Harris's book. Right. I remember you know, that. that was yeah. just to, to help them, you know, think through things. Right. Did you, you know, we it's it's over, buddy. It's it's over. You you it's over, Rambo. You put out a logical discussion about everything. But we have no more elections. The mm-hmm. elections are corrupted, mm-hmm. and the Dannys will fight any kind of effort to secure our elections with voter IDs or anything like that. Right. Now you don't have to be in many jurisdictions. You don't have to be an American citizen to vote. Yeah. It's okay. By, by the way, da- uh, Gun Nut, did you did you hear? Not to interrupt, but yesterday when I was talking to Caroline Levitt who ran for Congress in New Hampshire, there is a, a law there that allows college students to vote right there. You know, they're, they're, they're not even permanent citizens of the state. And, you know, as you know, anywhere between the ages of 18 and 29 are going to vote Democratic. And, yeah. she, and, and, and that, was, that was a new law that was, in, you know, was uh, introduced to New Hampshire not that long ago. It cost her the election. And that's not that's just New Hampshire. That's everywhere. I mean, it's incredible what they've done to all well, of this. I, I, I still Same day registration, that these by the people, way. People like Mr. Lavin and like you know Mr. Francis will defend a government that tells private business what they can report and what they can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it's amazing to me. That's that's Nazi, and I know people don't want to hear that crap. Mm-hmm. But that is a Joseph Goebbels thing, yep. and, and I'm telling you. It's you know, but they defend it because they love their party mm-hmm. and they hate their country. That's our boys. But you know what, Jim Levin, Jim Levin made a good point today. Uh, uh, President Zelensky is Jewish, by the way, and yet he says, "And you left-handed, you left-wing uh, uh, Tucker Carlson types are calling him a Nazi." He said, I'm not calling him a Nazi at all. He's just not the guy they they make him out to be. He wants to eradicate Christianity from the country of Ukraine, and that's the bottom line. It's he well, proved that for years now. And they don't look at it that way. Well, it's, it's a travesty. Well, Jews, Jews are like blacks. They're owned. They have to do what they got to do. You know. Well, they, I don't know about that. They got a little chip in their butt that makes them where they can't. Uh, <laughs> off color. Well, that's, that's what I think. I mean, well, I know. I get it. I get it. But, you know, 
everybody's entitled to their crap, but I'm entitled to my opinion. <laughs> my, no, I know, I know. I can't believe these people. I cannot believe these people. But, so, well, we got $1.7 trillion and I hope there's money for uh, everybody's drugs. And, my, oh, by the way, I spent, a, I spent a week, one of my friends spent a week in the hospital down in Syracuse, and uh, hmm. she went to the emergency room, and she waited 18 hours wow. to be seen. Hmm. They just they checked to see if she was breathing. She was, right. and uh, they let her sit for in the waiting room of the emergency room for eighteen hours in Syracuse. And then they moved her into the emergency room, and she waited three days for a room. Oh my God! Now I thought we had Obozo care. Didn't Obama fix our health care system? I, I, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, that's a horrible. Well, what happened, happened to your friend? Is she okay now? Well, not well. She's she's with us and. We're trying, but, you know, she's um, got a lot of issues that are hurting. Well, that's, that's, and, you that's know, I couldn't, I couldn't get mad at the nurses. I couldn't because I see them running around yeah. like crazy. It's not their fault. Trying to do everything. They're, yeah, they're, they're, I feel I couldn't work a nurse's job for 15 minutes. Mm. I'd be tired out. Mm. So who do you blame? But, you know, I, yeah. and here's another thing. we got people Syracuse, with bad diets. <laughs> the Syracuse Emergency Room is now a homeless shelter. They had probably 100 people in there. They had sleeping bags on the floor. Oh, my God. One guy came up and pulled his pants down, hmm. you know, because he thought it was fun to do. Hmm. It's a homeless shelter for people who have issues. And I don't, I'm not yelling at the people who have issues, but this is not the way the system's supposed to work. No. But... I guess I guess I would imagine you know when uh, Schmuck Schumer gets health care, he doesn't have to sit for three days in an emergency room. It, yeah, but, I, uh, it, yeah. I know I know we're trying to be festive here three days prior to Christmas, um, but it's it's it is difficult. The stock market went down at least another two three hundred points today. I'm sure no one's excited about spending one point seven trillion dollars on these, uh, pork these belly stuff. Don't care about that. Dan was ranting about Trump the other day. We have open borders. We have 10 million immigrants coming into the country. Mm -hmm. We have inflation out of control. Mm -hmm. We have $1.7 trillion coming in. Mm -hmm. We have, you can, there's nothing in this country that is going right. And it's all because of these partisan people who see nothing but parties. But you know what? And you're absolutely right. There's, there's a lot of people, and I would say more than half of the country, is still happy with the fact that when every day, regardless of gas prices, inflation, the border, 10 million illegals, it doesn't matter, uh, gun nut, because as long as they wake up knowing that Donald Trump is not their president, just that's all that matters. That's all that matters. I think... I. I'm not sure it's exactly being a traitor. I think it's mental illness. Uh, I, all I know is, it's, I, you know, it's, whatever it is, it's it's very very uh, prevalent and it's not going away. It's not going away, yeah. Gunner. But I gotta I gotta well, go listen, right I, now. Yeah, but I, I was gonna do okay, a break. Buddy, but listen, um, no, but happy. Listen, I wish you the best at Christmas. Yes, you too. Merry Christmas and happy New Year to you, Gunner. I'll talk okay, to buddy, you. Bye. There you go. Hi, you're on the. You might be the last call of the day of the week. Uh, you're on the uh, Live at Five show. Hey, Glenn. Merry Christmas. I just just a real quick thing before you got to do with all these things. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah, everybody you're doesn't get stormed out with everybody trying to travel on uh, Christmas weather. True. But just one thing about uh, uh, people, you know, on the border and all this stuff and everything, and, and you know, they they're like giving people rights to drive that can't even read stop signs mm -hmm. or, you know have a driver's license 
and then, and then they're giving them the right to vote. They're not even citizens, and it's like crazy. I mean, at least my understanding. Well, it's not a, it's not immediate, it. but eventually that will happen. Yeah, eventually all these, you know, we've seen, you know, uh, Governor Hochul and, and Cuomo, for that matter, uh, come up with different plans to get these guys to vote, despite the fact that they're not legal citizens, or for that matter, have a driver's license. So eventually, yes, 10 million new voters will obviously stack the deck. And once that happens in Texas, for instance, then forget it. That's, uh, we're never going to see a... That's their plan. is happening. I mean, they're already here. Whether they got the whatever. Yeah, the, the dreamers. Know, yeah, voter or, fraud right. idea or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. But you know what I'm saying. Well, what, 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 it is, what it is that we're accused of when we talk like this, two white guys, is, you know, oh, boy, you're looking at the replacement theory. You're racist. You're terrible people. So you can't no, win. No. no, of course you're not. But that's the way they look at it. If you question I, I, my, anything. My grandparents came over from Europe, you know what I mean? Nobody from cares. Italy and stuff, you know. I, I, you know what the hell was I, that? I don't know nothing about any of that. Sorry about the bird. Now, that is a bird. I knew it was a bird. Listen, I got to go. I got to do one more. John, listen, you have a good Christmas and a happy new year, my friend. I'll talk to you. I just want to take one last call. Hi, you're on the uh, Live at Five show. Hey, Glenn, I just wanted to say Merry Christmas to Little Q. There you go, to Brandon. Yeah, how come come Little Q never calls no more? We all miss Little Q. I see him on the street all the time, too. He's either on his bike or walking along Arsenal Street. But he's still... Last time I called your radio station and called him Little Q, he got mad at Yeah, me. he doesn't like that. Yeah, his name I is Brandon. I don't know why, because he's Little Q. Well, yeah, I can understand that. Yes, you too. I'll talk to you. That's uh, that's uh, Satan calling in. And that inappropriate three days prior to Christmas, the birth of Christ, I'm talking to Satan on the Live at Five show. Got a little more than a minute left if you want to chime in, by all means, 755-1240. Holy mackerel, it's, it, it's, it, again, it's a wonderful life, my favorite movie. I've been somewhat chagrined about, I hate to say this, but I found out recently that uh, Jimmy Stewart blamed the, 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 the movie It's a Wonderful Life was not a box office success. And by the way, they're saying Avatar is flopping. It's, they need $200 million to break, or $400 million to break even or some. I forget what it was. I think it's a billion dollars he needs to break even. And they say it's so woke, no one wants to watch it. But I, uh, uh, Jimmy Stewart apparently did, uh, blamed the fact that uh, Donna Reed wasn't a big enough name for It's a Wonderful Life in 1946. And I can't get that out of my head for some reason. Every time I see it now, I, hopefully that's a, that apparently that story came from Donna Reed's daughter. That's a sad thing. And then, of course, I saw a Frank Capra movie made in 1961, which was awful. And I was like, for some reason, I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever. Anyway, a great movie. It's going to be on uh, this Saturday. It's a wonderful, like, greatest movie ever made. AM 1240, Debbie Eaton, Listen, I'm not going to be here tomorrow, but Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and uh, safe trip this weekend because of the really, really bad weather. And uh, we will see you on Tuesday when I'm back here at 199. See ya. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Monica Ricks in New York. There are long lines and delays.